0: welcome back to your daily dose it's your buddy bob i'm totally psyched about today's episode for the first time ever we take a deep dive into nick's magnificent beard listen in as we learn the hows the whys and the what the hecks about nick's extraordinary explosion of facial fluff and if you listen long enough you might just hear a story or two from my ponytail days it's gonna get hairy people enjoy it's no secret to the world that you have an amazing beard uh it's i know you know it's grown on me over the years and clearly it's grown on you but uh it's starting to collapse into itself have i mentioned this before so is it thicker than in the middle it's It's not
1: only thicker but it's denser and heavier i think it's going to become a black hole eventually (laughs) It's like a neutron star on my face. Start to consume things. Yep, nothing can escape. It's gonna make not even light or the food that I eat. But can love? Can love escape? That's the question. Oh, love has escaped many times from my beard.
0: So it's got it's got to be a challenge. When my my uncle Jim was the one of the baddest asses I've ever known, and he had this really thick, strong beard. He was a biker, rode Harleys, loved his Harleys. Uh, And when I first grew a beard, he said to me. It's not so fun, is it? It's a pain in the ass. It's like having a topiary on your face. And he was right, that there's a hassle to having a beard. There's maintenance that goes to having a beard. And I have to assume that the bigger the beard, the greater the challenges that come with that beard. And what I want you to do is tell the world what justifies the effort that it takes to have a magnificent beard. Like, what are the joys that you get from having this this
1: incredible tuft of hair sprouting from your chin? I there's a few um one is it's a differentiator i think Uh even with all the hipsters that are around and how it came into style and all of that it's still something that's different because it's not just a goatee it's not a mustache it's not just you know four days of growth yeah. It is a beard. It's it, a conscious effort. It's
0: commitment. And that's yeah. the thing. It is a conscious effort. You don't accidentally come by a beard like this. No. Like Evan Miga's mustache. Right. You know, that, exactly. that doesn't happen naturally. But then you say, okay, so it's a differentiator. Cool. Tell me more.
1: There was, there's definitely an element of, I think I look better with it than without it. I think that I didn't necessarily have like a straw jawline or anything like that. So I think that it makes my nose look smaller. Um, And my kids have told me that on multiple occasions that they don't (laughs) want me to shave because... And they were young when they told me
0: that. They were honest.
1: So they were that that super (laughs) honest and yet just scathing ability to destroy me. Um, so I, I for the first time I saw you
0: without a beard, it was a picture in your house. And yeah. I was I was surprised. Actually, I thought you looked good without the beard, but I do like the beard. I like the beard more. Yeah. And that's that's interesting. Your kids give you that feedback. Yeah, It's <laughs> so
1: perfect. Um, and I think going back to like wearing it as sort of a, not a mask, but it helps me uh, be a little more confident because I am a different person than the person yeah. that I was without the beard. Yeah. So many years ago, it shows it's a literal way to show growth. Do they,
0: literally, yeah, you're right. Does it cause people to react differently to you?
1: Yeah, I think so. So I've talked about the one time or the few times that I've been in either a threat, a literal threatening situation because somebody thought that I might be uh, Arabic or, uh, uh, you know, of Arab descent. Um, some people are kind of weird about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think that it's, I don't think anybody that I would want to hang out with or be friends with has said, Oh, I'm not going to be friends with you because of that. (laughs) It's fairly easy to, uh, to find out. Do you ever want to adorn it? Like with like.
0: Um, Lights and ba- flowers. Barbie. And... I was thinking like Barbie arms and chicken bones, but
1: oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I could do that. Just, you know, something cool. So different. do sort of a uh, Captain Jack Sparrow yeah. type of thing, but with your own groove. You know, you yeah. could you could the maker
0: things that you're creating. I mean, come on, how about beard adornments from from your
1: printer? Oh, I like what that. What would be the coolest thing that you would want to see in your beard? So I feel like, um, uh, you know, for anniversaries or big, like, pop culture events, like this year is the 40th anniversary of Pac-Man. Oh, yeah. So I have a lot of Pac-Man stuff that I've made over the years because I love that game. It's a great game. Um, Then I could do, like, maybe the Pac-Man and the little ghosts in here. The maze. Make the whole maze. That would be
0: incredible. And do it with LED lights so that it lights up. I think this could be cool. I'm just saying. I like it. It's more than a beard.
1: Well, I think you should
0: grow yours out too now. Yeah. I, you know something? I think I think I might. I think <laughs> I might. <laughs> What's the longest you've ever gotten it? Uh, uh, probably about an inch longer than it is right okay. now. And it, it tapered into a, a lovely little medieval point Yeah. so that I had this kind of King Arthur, Arthurian beard kind of a thing. Uh, it didn't make me any more chivalrous, but it did look kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, maybe I'll do that. I had a ponytail once, that that did not work for me.
1: Just... No, was it full like your hair, your bangs were? All oh the yeah, way long oh, enough for that, or was it pulled it, just it all the way like back? Like, yep, yep, mulledy. that was it. No, I I didn't.
0: There was a period when I had bangs and a little longer in the back, and that was not a particularly proud period of my life either. But but the ponytail for me was really <laughs> it was it was weird. I first got a contract with Kennedy Space Center. Uh, to work with them and I had committed at that point to grow a ponytail and the person who was my client was a very conservative bald guy uh, named Rick Abrams good guy but tough boss and he used to give me grief about my hair and and one night when I finally felt comfortable with all of his leaders I went down to have dinner with them at this very expensive restaurant they were celebrating a fantastic year and i had been working with him for a little while there and I came down with my hair not in a ponytail just with it down and Rick looks at me and he says what are you Johnny Cash and I said well I thought you guys could handle you know the hair down. And he said, I wasn't talking about the hair. You're in all black. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it was more important to me than it was to him.
1: So what was the impetus for the ponytail? You said you made the commitment to growing it out.
0: I had just recently left the corporate world. And so that oh, okay. that had me. And I actually had started to grow a ponytail when I was in the corporate world. Uh, at just a little, little out of the back of my head just to be rebellious, uh, but it looked really silly with the with the tie and the shirt and the jacket. It was not enough of a statement. It was like getting a tattoo under your clothes, right? Yep. So, yep. so when I left the corporate world, I decided I would grow facial hair and I would grow a ponytail, uh, but not in that order. Ponytail first, then facial hair. I kept the facial hair, but ponytail, yeah. I probably will never have another one of those.
1: How long did you have it for? For about a year, for yeah. so
0: about a year. And it never got longer than you know, um, my shoulders. But you know, I had it for a little while. It felt cool to have it for a little while. I like the feeling of pulling it back. I learned how to use a scrunchie. I really, have to tell you, having long hair made me respect women more for how they do what they do every day. For when they have long hair.
1: Oh, how you! How much care it takes. Oh, and, and how all you that. wrangle it! It's, yeah. It
0: really is like watching somebody do a dance when they can actually wrangle their hair. It's, yep. hmm.
1: Hello, it's me, Nick. Thanks as always for listening to Bob and I. Hair is a biggish deal in my life. As I mentioned in an earlier episode, it's a go-to when I'm being self-deprecating, and as you heard here, it serves as a mask as well. I think I may have even coined the phrase, have a nice hair, as a younger man. I I need more hobbies. Have a great day.